Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Tonight in Fayetteville, it's a big one. It's a big one. Eric Musselman knows it. His team has to be on point. You know, I go back to when we played Kentucky here. Um, I thought towards the tail end of that game, we didn't lose uh, the game necessarily because we had no energy from the from the play in the game because it's the same group that played the same minutes all the time and, and usually finished strong. It was the emotional excitement leading up to the game or the first 10 minutes of the game that I think kind of zapped us. And we've got to do a really good job of just being steady throughout the entire game. Well, I don't think the crowd will be steady. I think they will be insane. And I also worry that our next guest will be as well. But that's part of the fun when you listen to the broadcast on the buzz. Matt Zimmerman, color analyst for Arkansas, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, great to have you on. It's a big night for the Razorback program and for those who are going to be in attendance tonight. Absolutely. Hey, I want to make sure you two guys are awake. So y'all got to get going. It's an early game, 6 o'clock. You guys can't be fiddling around. Y'all got to get up, get moving, get stretched, and be ready to go. Got to have all hands on deck Coach, when you're playing the number one team in the nation. At my age, the earlier the better. I mean, I'm all for these 6 o'clock tips. That's about perfect for me. But we were talking about this earlier, and I'm sure you'd probably agree. Back in the day when Arkansas was rolling under Coach Richardson, Midweek yeah. games for people in central Arkansas and the far reach of the state, no big deal to get to Fayetteville. They made it a point to get there. It was appointment television or appointment fandom, I guess, in attendance. Yeah. And I think we kind of got that feel for tonight. And if they win tonight, goodness knows, you're probably going to have that feeling for some time the rest of the season. Absolutely, I think so. And, I, you know, the, this will be the fourth home game in a row where it's been packed or pretty close to packed. You know, we had November and December where we weren't drawing as good. It was sold out, but not everybody was coming. And, you know, we've had three really good crowds in a row. Two of those were Saturdays, or maybe actually three of them were all Saturdays. And now we get this midweek game. It's going to be packed. Students are lined up. There's all this excitement. And to me, Auburn is just right to be picked. And uh, to me, Arkansas is playing better basketball than Auburn's playing. And when you throw Bud Walton into the mix, I think the Hogs are looking pretty good. You know, I, and like Bruce Pearl said yesterday, hey, they're 5-23 and 23 in, in, in Fayetteville. I mean, Auburn's taking a lot of butt kickings in, in Fayetteville, and hopefully this is just another one of them, and it's just a little bit different because it is the number one ranked team. So, uh, yeah, people get here early, and it reminds me a little bit when we went to Georgia in football. Now, I know that didn't turn out so good, but Ooh. we were all hoping it was 11 o'clock Central game. We were saying, well, it'll, they won't have a big crowd there. And then by like an hour before the game, it was packed mm. in Georgia. And I think we were like, oh, my goodness, they're all here, 90-something thousand. I think it's going to be that way tonight in Bud Walton Arena. I think it's going to be 45 minutes, 30 minutes before tip-off, and Bud Walton's going to be slam-packed ready for this game. Why do you think Auburn is vulnerable? Well, I think that their defense hadn't been as good as what it was earlier. You know, they, they've been – everyone's talking about these, you know, their guards, how they attack, they shoot a lot of threes. They, uh, you know, Jabari Smith's a great player, and Kessler has been so good for them defensively and all, all his lob plays. He's not a big scorer, but he – they're, they're loud points because he has three or four dunks a game. One game, I saw he had five dunks, and so he gets loud points. But he has helped their defense a lot, and their shot blocking. And, but lately, people have been able to – he's still done good, but people have been able to drive them more. And they've, they've had a little bit more foul trouble add up, and people have been shooting higher percentages against them. I thought the other day Georgia, which in the second half against Arkansas, could not get any really clean, good-looking shots. They did in the first half pretty good, but in the second half they couldn't get any clean, good looks. 
They were getting good shots. They got a lot of good open shots against Auburn. I think their defense, you know, Bruce Pearl said something interesting yesterday. And, of course, these coaches, you know, so much coach speak, you have to pick through what they say. He said, and this was last night, maybe this was last night when I saw him on national TV with Jay Billis and him. And uh, it was either one of those two times here. So he said, you know, we might be a little bit of a tired team. We've had a lot of pressure. And he talked about that. Hmm. And, you know, Arkansas and I talking about being tired. Arkansas talking about, hey, we want to go right now. Let us through that door. We're ready. Let us have these guys. And I think it's a different kind of mentality. And if he's thinking his team's maybe a little tired, then maybe he's sandbagging. You know, that, that's fine. But you don't want to be, you don't want to have that kind of mental approach, I don't think, coming into Bud Walton. You're going to be in a bind. And, uh, and so I just think the Hogs are good. Auburn has never played well throughout time in Bud Walton Arena. And now they've got a different team, different kids. Auburn played pretty good here last year. We smacked them at Auburn in front of hardly any fans. And then they came here, different team, but some of the same kids. And they came here and they played very well. Hogs still won. And so uh, maybe maybe they can do it. But I, I just I think they're having a hard, hard time. And I think the Hogs are going to drive it, drive it, drive it. It's, it. it's whether Auburn can defend the paint and can keep Arkansas out of those drives relentlessly. Coach, you just said Arkansas is playing better than Auburn. What do you like about Arkansas, what they're doing right now? Well, Arkansas is – you know, you got the lineup set. They these eight guys all seem very happy in their role. They seem uh, very content. They encourage one another. It seems like a, a more happy place, a more happy group than it did in November, December. It, they're feeding off each other. There's there seems to be more affection for each other and more of a team on both ends of the floor. And to me, we, we all talk about the defense. We know Trey Wade helped the defense. But to me, the offense is so much better, and I think Jalen Williams has been a part of that. He's always played good defense. But now he's not getting five assists a game like he was in November, but now he's shooting the basketball and he's scoring, and that's giving us another option. And you know, J.D.'s always going to get his 20, or roughly, you know, he might get you 30. But there's just more options for this team. And Stanley and all these, we've won games when both of them didn't do much on offense. It would be because Chris Likes or Devo or or Tamani you know, came in, scored 10, 12, 14 points. And Stanley might get two, and all these might have four. And you're still winning. But you also know Stanley might get you 20 tonight. And and all these might get you 18 tonight. There's so many guys, eight of them, that these, guys, that these other teams have to scout and figure out and plan for. And there's just not many teams in our league that can say they have, you know, that much, that, that, that many opportunities and guys that are capable of doing stuff. And, uh, like right now, before postmen were staying away from Jalen, they were they were clogging up the paint. Well, they can't do that now. They've got to go out there because he's shooting three. And so it's it's really really interesting. And, uh, and another thing about Jalen I find interesting: all these charges and he's fifth in the league in blocks and all these tremendous things he's done. And he's second in the league in 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 defensive rebounds. Now he's like he's pretty far behind the boy at Kentucky, but. He's not getting any offensive rebounds. I think he could be a great offensive rebounder. He's not even like in the top 15 in the league hmm. in offensive rebounds. I like to see him come flying in there more and go get some offensive rebounds. But this team uh, is a good rebounding team, and I just think Auburn's uh, – I just think they're right. I, they, they just feel that way. Somebody was questioning you. Uh, says, let's see, Joe K. I assume it's not Joe Klein. Says, Coach was on Channel 7 and, and – uh, said he watched Duke, North Carolina last week and that Jalen Williams was better than every big man in that game. Where do you rank him among the big men you've seen this year? 
Uh, I mean, he's probably, I mean, he's, a, he's definitely a top 10 big man in, in, in the country, and that's nothing against, uh, you know, Duke and North, North, North Carolina, number one, not very good. And now Duke, uh, and, you know, they're more guard dominated. They just they don't have any kind of bigs like, like him, versatile like him, or defend like him. And there's just not very many. You know, you know, UCLA's got a pretty good big, and Arizona's got a pretty good big, and Kentucky's got a very good big, and yeah. Walter Kessler's a great big man yeah. as far as especially defense. But I think he's a top ten uh, big man. Could you say top five? Maybe. Um, you know, Gonzaga's got a really good big man, mm-hmm. but he's Jalen's top ten right now is a sophomore. Is uh, what do you expect from Note tonight? Coming off a bad shooting performance, I mean, one of his worst of the year. Yeah. Um, what what do you expect from him, and how do you think he approaches the game tonight? Well, I think he'll be definitely in the in the mentality of attacking more. Usually, his mo has been when he has struggled shooting, it's often been because he's launched a lot of threes that he the next time out he's not just chunking up so many threes. He's got a more of attack mode, and that's what gets him going, getting to the free throw line. You know, he's so good going to the right, finishing, going to the left, finishing with that left hand. He's so good driving the basketball. And so just shoot a three when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're open, when you're wide open. And uh, I like the fact he just went four for 16, but it was in a win. And so now he gets to hopefully break all that down, get all that film, and see the success that some of these other teams have had driving it against Auburn lately and, and, and have that approach. You're at Bud Walton Arena. I'm not going to tell you who the officials are, but I know who they are. And I think it's an opportunity to have a foul fest and uh, just looking at it. And uh, maybe they'll let them play, and I think that's good for Arkansas. If it's a, a wild game, that benefits the home team with a huge crowd. But if it's a lot of tic-tac, uh, tic-tac fouls and a whole lot of whistles, that might benefit us too because we're good at free throws. Let me... and, and Auburn – Shoots free throws well. They don't shoot as you know. They don't shoot as many yeah. as a lot of teams do because they shoot a lot of threes. And so uh, I think in Bud Walton being on the attack, JD's mentality day be like, okay, if I don't have a good game, I'm gonna shoot six free throws. Mm. But if I have a really good game, I'm gonna shoot ten or twelve free throws because mm. I'm gonna be driving it all the time. And you know Johnson is so good driving for Auburn. How many times is he gonna charge tonight into Jalen Williams? Mm. I just I just see that coming. I mean, they're going to put their heads down and drive. This league is not scouted that very well. I mean, you know, like we went to LSU and they just, you know, they, they run over him like seven times, like four of them are called charges. You know, at some point you realize, hey, we, if we drive in there, he's going to try to take a charge. And some of the teams have not figured that out with, with Jalen, how well he does that. There are a lot of teams, Coach, that have sort of a guy who's really good at that, and certainly Jalen is that guy for Arkansas over 30 on the season. I have been banging the drum to get that as a you know a stat that is charted by the NCAA and, and record keeping yes. of that because it's yes. it's not just a turnover it's better than a turnover because you're also drawing better. a foul on the opposing player is that something you'd be in favor of them keeping track of that and, and posting that and, and watching wow. for the leaders in that it's funny you say that and I'm glad that you're, you're preaching that because I you know I've thought that for a while as well and I haven't done anything about it just thought about it it's just a stat that is so important and you sound like Nolan Richardson I remember him. From 1986 on, when I was sitting in those locker rooms, when he was coaching, him saying that, him always talking about charges and how a charge was, was the best play. And it was, he always talked about it was his favorite play in basketball and because it's a turnover and a foul, and he would always preach that. And just what you just said, you sounded just like Nolan Richardson. <laughs> first it time. should be charged, huh? <laughs> that's the first time I'm sad to say, but that's a good thing. <laughs> it, it is a great thing, but you're right. There's no reason that shouldn't be charted. 
it's like back in the 70s and in the, most of the 80s, they would chart rebounds, but they wouldn't chart offensive or defensive rebounds. How mm. crazy is that yeah. now that you look back on it? For years, they didn't chart blocks, you know, and, you know, and blocking a shot is such an important stat. And obviously now they do all that stuff. But uh, well, it's like saves right. in baseball. When did that come into play? Like mm-hmm. that was never charted for you know in the old days. So and yeah. now sacks it's, in football. Yeah, exactly right. It's just now it's just like second nature. Everybody's like, well, of course we're we're going to keep track of that. And we're all yeah, I think like I, stat I think freaks. Ten years from now you'll be right. Yeah, they'll be they'll be doing it. Hope it doesn't take that long. Coach, uh, I want you to take me back uh, to the last game. Thirty seconds left in the game. Chris Likes pulls up from three. What's going through your mind when you see him shoot the ball? Well, you know, I just love to watch these guys play, and it was just – I just had like this big smile. I mean, it was definitely the, no, Chris, no. I mean, everyone had that. But I just was like, oh, this is going to be – this is going to be really interesting. Because I felt like even, even if he – because here's one. This is for where I sit and what – I think if he misses that shot, we still win the game. We're up four. But the weird deal was I'm looking out the corner of my eye, and Ben Howland's trying to get him to foul. The players are not making any attempts to foul. Mm-hmm. We got the rebound, you know, with uh, – we're up four points, and you know, it's a 30-second shot clock. We get the defensive rebound with 39 seconds. And, you know, now there's 12 seconds of that's gone by, and they had not fouled us. So the shot clock's down to 18 or 19 seconds, and this ball game's just about over. You're up four. And Chris is a great shooter. And – but when he pulled that up and launched that, I was like, oh, this is going to be good, really, really good. Because he's either going to make it and the, and the roof's going to come off Bud Walton, or he's going to miss it. We're probably still going to win the game, but I'm thinking to have some really good entertainment out of Coach Musselman right here to my left. Mm-hmm. He is going to be prime, prime entertainment. And, of course, we don't put anything up there on the scores table around round up there because he hits it a lot. <laughs> and so, you know, it would have definitely been – he would have he punched it two or three or four times um, if he had missed that shot and they'd have got the rebound. But uh, it was really uh, – it was, it was a really cool moment when he made it. Was it a good shot? No, no. But it sure was a good shot when it went through the net. And, and you love that kid's confidence, and that's, that's how he plays. And that's what's made this fan base – you know, some of them, people that love him and some that, you know, text you after the game and are mad at Chris for different things that he does. But that's how he plays, and he's got that he's got that belief that I'm going to make this. And uh, I, I do like that. I think that's a great instinct for, for a player to have. Did you see how many steps Coach Musselman took out onto the court yelling at Chris to either pull it out or no, no, no? Did you Could you yeah. see that out of your corner of the eye, him getting – he was in front of the referee that's on the sideline. He was further out on the court than the ref. <laughs> I didn't realize he was that far out until you said that, Wes, but I, I did hear him. <laughs> Uh, you know, yelling no, and uh, so he he did not want him to shoot that. And uh, but boy, it was a beautiful thing. And then I I looked to my left onto the bench, and I saw Anthony Ruda and some of the other uh, Keith Smart sitting there, and they just had these little smile, little smirks, and just shaking their head. You know, shaking their head, kind of like shaking their head no. But and then uh, and then I saw another staff member turn kind of towards us, and he said. Basically, with a couple of choice words, like basically what just happened. Mm. And so it was wild. It was a wild thing. Um, but, you know, I think we were going to win that game. If, if he misses that, you'd still be up four. But you had a little bit more stress because you got to go back and play defense up four. And uh, so, you know, a lot could still happen in that ball game. But it went in, and it makes for a good story. It does. Talking to Matt Zimmerman on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, Arkansas-Auburn tonight, 6 o'clock, 5.30 pregame. And, of course, Chuck and Coach will have the call on the buzz and stick around for the Guatney 
Chevrolet Guatney Buick GMC postgame show following the game with Wes and John Neighbors. So a couple of things about tonight's atmosphere, Coach. We had a question earlier. How many points do you think that the crowd in a packed house will be worth tonight? And then secondly, uh, do you know of any tickets to get somebody on here on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback looking for some tickets tonight? <laughs> I feel so bad. And usually I can come up with some tickets. And, and, and it was a weird deal, guys. The West Virginia game was at 1 o'clock. And a couple hours before the game, a friend of mine said, hey, he's going duck hunting. And it wasn't going to make it back. Say, I got six tickets you can have free. And so, you know, a couple hours before the game, I was I put it on social media. And, of course, they just got they taken in a hurry. So now I've had all these people hit me up saying, Coach, before you put it out, I'll take whatever you got. Well, I don't, I don't have it like that. I don't have that kind of ticket. I do have some, but no, I, I wish I had some for tonight. I had to tell some good friends and even some family that, that, that I'm out. And uh, there's just not much floating around. Um, What's a good home a crowd good worth? Game. Um, I, I think in a game like this tonight, where they're camping out and they're fired up, probably a dozen. You know, it's probably worth a dozen compared to a neutral court. Twelve is a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's two touchdowns with two missed, two missed extra points. I mean, twelve points is a lot. I think it's worth ten, twelve, thirteen points uh, to play in Bud Walton tonight. We're not playing at Auburn, and that's what I like about this schedule. We've been saying this since the fall. I remember talking to you. This schedule's good for Arkansas, Kentucky, and Auburn the best teams, Arkansas, and we don't have to play ourselves, and we get to play those teams at home. Now, is that going to be easy? No. Does that automatically mean you win? No. you got to play the game. But I'd rather play Auburn tonight and Bud Walton than play them at Auburn Arena. And so, same for Kentucky. And uh, so, I think the schedule really looks good for Arkansas. And before I before y'all let me go, that's why Saturday I'm sitting there, I'm rooting for Georgia. And people are wearing me out on social media. I'm like, yeah, but we want to win a conference championship. That's an important deal. And we still might. We might still tie for it. We might win it. Auburn's got some brutally tough road games left. But I was wanting Auburn to lose. So I'm thinking about the conference championship. Now, tonight, when the fans are going nuts and Bud Walton's on fire and you just beat the number one team, I think we'll all be glad that they beat Georgia deep down. But if you also want to win a conference championship. Sure. So it's really interesting right now. And, uh, Hogs are still in the hunt. I'm yep. telling you, Auburn's going Auburn's to lose some games. They're going to lose some games. Hopefully one tonight. Uh, quick thing before we let you go. Arkansas's only beaten a number one one time, North Carolina, down in Pine Bluff. Were you there for that game? No, I wish I was. But I, I've talked to like 60,000 to 70,000 people that were there. It's that amazing. Yeah. That arena is a lot amazing. bigger than Everyone I knew. was there. Yeah. <laughs> but I did watch it at my brother-in-law, Jim Hartman, and my sister at their, at their house. I was you know, a young boy, 1984, and – I remember so much about the game itself, and uh, what what a tremendous game that was, and uh, gosh, what a special moment! It, it's still arguably the greatest uh, regular season win in Razorback history, and uh, Pine Bluff Convention Center was. Awesome. You know, Joe said this uh, to me on the Razorback Daily, and I had not thought about this before. He said it was Pine Bluff Convention Center. He said, but it was a lot like Barnhill. That it was kind of that same kind of configuration, a little bit seemed smaller than Barnhill. But he said it had that feel of Barnhill mm-hmm. Arena. And I, that was really interesting. Three games in four days for that Razorback team, too. Somebody pointed that out to me. That was a tremendous stretch. It's amazing. Tremendous stretch, yeah. 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 Well, Coach, I love that. I wish we still played in Pine Bluff. I wish we played a game in Pine Bluff. These November and December games where we fight, I, I would love to go to Hot Springs or Pine Bluff. Obviously, we got the game in Little Rock. You know, when I was here with the Razorbacks back in the day, we played two or three a year in Little Rock, and, and at least one in Pine Bluff every year. Mm-hmm. I would love to go back to that. Well, 
I'm all for it. Although Arkansas has not had a lot of success coming down this way of late. No. Uh, but yeah, that would be cool. And maybe they can get North Carolina to meet them there as, as well. We could do a little uh, rekindle of that game. That'd be fun. We're coming up on another anniversary in a couple years. So. What year was that? 84, right? 84, 1984, undefeated North Carolina, late January. Yep. 2024. 40-year anniversary. Yeah, it'd be cool. Coach, have a good time tonight. I expect to hear some squealing. Should be a blast. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Have All a right. good day. All right, Thanks, Coach. Coach. Great stuff.